0: What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Big Norm, and welcome to the Everyday Norm Podcast. Now, on this podcast, we talk about your everyday issues, fashion, politics, sports, you name it, we talk about it, and if it's a super hot fire topic, we make it sizzle. Thanks for joining. Please tell everyone about the Everyday Norm Podcast now. Let's dive right into it. What's up, everyone? This is the Everyday Norm Podcast. I am your host, Big Norm, on the ones and twos, if you will. I want to thank everyone for taking time out to listen to the podcast. If this is your first time listening, I want to say thank you. Thank you for taking time out to listen, whether it be one minute, two minutes, 15 minutes, an entire episode, whatever the case may be. Thank you for truly taking time and supporting. If you are listening in the United States or abroad, I want to thank you and welcome you all as well. Thank you. I can't thank you enough, actually, because truly there would be no podcast without each and every one of you. And I know you don't agree with everything I say, but that's the beautiful thing about it. We can agree to disagree without being disagreeable. Now, please go to the page, The Everyday Norm Podcast on Facebook and YouTube. Become a norm sayer. Join Big Norm Nation. Tell me what you think about previous episodes of the podcast, audio and video, and the current podcast that you're listening to right now. To my gamers, I have a gaming channel, Big Norm TV, that you find on YouTube as well. And also, please check out my second podcast, Speak Life. That is Speak Life uh, with me. Um, I am right now on hiatus for, um, I'll be going back into the booth to record season three, but I have season two finished up. Of course, season one, 15 episodes on each season for your listening pleasure that you can find on um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So thank you very much once again, and a big round of applause to you. Big ups to each and every one of you, Norm Nation. Big Norm Sayers, thank you very much. Now today we will be discussing why I think LeBron James is so hated in the NBA. Well, not in the NBA. Why fans, people, why he has so many haters. Okay. Now, as you all know, LeBron I think, if I'm correct, LeBron will be entering his 19th season this year, um, 19th or 20th. I want to say 19th. I could be wrong. But as you all know, LeBron James, four-time NBA world champion, multiple-time MVP, and as of recently, um, has surpassed Carmelo. All time scoring. So that means, ladies and gentlemen, and when we're talking about the greatest of all times in the league to ever do it, LeBron James is number two on all time scoring. Second only to Kareem Abdul Jabbar. And I'm not trying to do the greatest of all time. I, I actually did a video a video on that. I mean an episode on that. I'll go back to the greatest ever. I did actually two, one for wrestling and one for the NBA. So, please check that out. But LeBron James is second all-time scorer in the history of the NBA. Okay? He was drafted first-round pick by the Cleveland Cavaliers first overall in 2003. So, this will be his 19th season that he'll be entering in the NBA. Now, um course the debate will always continue as to who is the greatest who is the greatest it's Michael it's Kobe it's this person it's that person look but once again I'm not going to get into that please check out the greatest ever I think it's part two if I am correct um and you decide for yourself who the greatest is I'm, I, I've already <laughs> I've already uh discussed, I've already spoke my piece on it but you know everyone has their opinion there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that but i did an in-depth um episode on who is the greatest nba player of all time and so please check that out i would love to get your feedback on that now lebron came in the league at let's go back do some history <coughs> lebron Comes into the league 2023. He does seven years with the Cavaliers, two NBA final appearances uh, in his first uh, seven years with the Cavaliers. He leaves, I think, 2010, if I'm correct, to take his talents to, quote-unquote, take his talents to South Beach. He did four years in Miami. He leaves, goes back to Cleveland. During that time, Miami, he went to the finals every year, first, second, third, and fourth year. He won championships in the first and second year. After the fourth year, he leaves Miami, heads back to Cleveland. He wins a championship in two years. I think he did another year after that. After that last year, he goes to the L.A. Lakers. And I think within the first year or two, he wins a championship with the L.A. Lakers. So LeBron has shown whether you want to Believe it, accept it, like it or not, LeBron has shown that everywhere he plays, that he has played, he has won a championship. Cleveland, Miami, and L.A. Now, we can ignore, I'm sorry, you can debate the, well, he, his championship record, he's 4-9 and nine, or this one, four and 4-6. and Okay, fine, you can debate that. I'm not going to, that's not why we're here. But during the process of his decision, people complained, people ragged on him, including people like Charles Barkley and other NBA players saying they would have never done what he did and keep saying that LeBron needs a stacked team in order to win. He complains. He flops, All of this. But ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the day, and that's just on the court for LeBron James, I haven't even mentioned the things he's done off the court. Now, before we go any further, I'm going to say this. I am not a LeBron James fan, okay? I'm not an MJ fan, I'm not a Kobe fan. I won't take away from what either one of them have done on the court, okay? They've earned that, they have earned that. But I look at the individual overall as opposed to just one aspect of their life because I look at the the person on and off the court. And I think that is a fair assessment. So, why is LeBron hated so much? Is it because of the Michael Jordan comparisons? Eh, I don't really think so, because he's not the only player to be compared to Michael Jordan over the um during the franchise during the history of the NBA. I remember uh, people compared my, uh, Kobe Bryant to Michael Jordan. People say that Kobe is a more accurate comparison to Michael because their game and styles are so similar. You could say that. I remember um, a player back in the day called Harold Miner. Now, I never agreed with this, but um, he uh, got the nickname that gave him. He was given a nickname for some reason. I don't, know I don't know by who, but he was given the nickname Baby Jordan. Now, Harold Miner did not have a career nowhere near Michael Jordan. I'm not even sure how long his career was um, before he exited out the league, but um, some people will say that he had a he was comparable to Jordan. I don't, I disagree. If you ask me, I feel that some of the stuff that Michael did, Michael did was comparable to a lot of stuff. The, the, some of the dunks, some of the uh, shots under, under the basket he took reverses and things like that. A lot of that stuff to me looked like Dr. J, you know, that's just my personal opinion. So I can't say that, Michael was the originator of anything that he did because if you look back on some tape you see some stuff that Dr. J did before Michael Jordan entered the league but nevertheless is Michael I'm sorry is LeBron hated because he stacks teams or likes to stack teams in order to win that's one reason is he hated because he um only has four rings as opposed to Kobe's five and Jordan's six, and he, and you know, he didn't do it with one team. And that's one reason. That's a big reason. That's one reason. But why is LeBron James so hated? Now, ladies and gentlemen, this man has—he's from Akron, Ohio. He is given back to his community on so many levels. If you don't know it about the I Promise School. Please check out, um, please look up the I Promise School that he has created in his hometown and what it does um, for the kids in that area, okay? Let me see if I can look that up actually for you and give you an idea. Um, I Promise School, it opened up in 2018, supported by the LeBron James Family Foundation, and is specifically aimed at at at-risk children opening with students attending grades three and four. The school will be fully operational by 2022 this year, eventually teaching grades one through eight. Now he is, you don't hear about negative issues concerning LeBron James off the court. What do I mean? I have yet to hear about a scandal of rape. No shade against anybody. Um, Multiple affairs or any affairs for that matter. Swindling money. I haven't heard any reports of domestic violence, child abuse, child neglect. I haven't heard any uh, uh, scandals about um, gambling debts and things like that. LeBron, I'm not saying he's squeaky clean, but I'm looking at some other players that people like to compare. Uh, like to say that LeBron is superior, inferior to Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, a few other good players, and I listen and I've seen all the off-court incidents that they've had and things that they've said. That it also is a part of their legacy. LeBron James is as squeaky clean as you come. Like I said, no off-the-court incidents, no arrests, no pull-over by police. Things like that. Am I saying he's a better person than all the other players? No, absolutely not. I'm just saying when we look at players, what do you, why are we hating LeBron so much? He's not a troublemaker. He he's an individual, has his own opinion about things, whether it be social issues, whether it be uh, other players, whatever the case may be. He's done his job. He's he's he honors his contracts. With the leagues, with the teams that he played for, he did seven years with Cleveland before leaving. He was a free agent when he made his decision to take his talents to South Beach. Um, he honored his contract in Miami. He honored his new contract in Cleveland. He honored his honored his contract in LA. And when his contract is up, he has the option to renegotiate or go somewhere else. But why is he hated? Is he ha- why is he hated so much? I remember it was the uh, I can't remember Dan something. I can't remember the owner. Of the Cleveland Cavaliers made that scathing post on his website or his Twitter page and kept it up on that was a Dan Akron. I can't remember the guy's name and really really went off on LeBron claiming that Cleveland would win a championship before he wins his first one and all that stuff so we do all know how that goes but why is LeBron hated so much because of the rings? not enough rings his championship finals record his quote-unquote flopping his quote-unquote have to have a stacked team in order to win his constant whining complaining i don't think that's the reason i don't think those are the reasons i think i personally think ladies and gentlemen i personally think that lebron james is hated to the level that he is by some analysts journalists, reporters, those uh, who like the NBA, I think the number one reason why LeBron James is so hated is because, just like Michael Jordan pretty much changed the game of basketball, how it was played and it's how it was perceived, LeBron James came in and changed the landscape of the NBA, not necessarily on the court, but in, 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 in directly on the court, but primarily how he changed the game off the court. Well, what do I mean? LeBron James came in and said he didn't want to be, you know, he doesn't want to be like Michael Jordan. Why be like Michael Jordan when he's already LeBron James? You know, he's he's making his own mark in the NBA. And I'm happy for him. But... LeBron James came in and ultimately changed the landscape of not necessarily basketball in a sense, but more so, ladies and gentlemen, two words, free agency. He changed the landscape, he changed free agency or the mindset of free agency among other players, which ultimately affected the NBA franchise, which ultimately affected Players and fans and the perception of the NBA what do I mean I'll give you some names Michael Jordan if you want to throw that name in. but basically I went on to say Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, Magic Johnson those guys for the most part and Kobe Bryant when you were drafted to a team you pretty much stayed with that team for your rest of your career You know, I now I heard, I don't know if this is true, I heard that Magic Johnson allegedly signed a 30-year contract with the Los Angeles Lakers. So basically he was going to be a Laker for life. Okay, cool, no problem. Um, I know Charles Barkley spent most of his years with the Philadelphia 76ers before going to Phoenix and Houston or wherever else he went to. Michael Jordan spent the majority of his career with the Bulls before the last two years, I think, with the Wizards. And, and of course, um, LeBron James, Cleveland, first seven years, Miami, four years, Cleveland, three, uh, two, three years, um, and then L.A. I think this is what his fourth year in L.A. I think I, I might be incorrect. I may be wrong. But I think this is his fourth year in the NBA with. Uh, L.A., but he changed the landscape of free agency because these days players are not signing long-term contracts. Now, remember, ladies and gentlemen, let's go back. Let's reminisce. LeBron James originally signed a seven-year contract, which wasn't, if I'm correct, which wasn't uncommon during that time, during the uh, 03, which really wasn't uncommon back then. But and he said when he left, he said he didn't want to sign another seven-year deal with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's seven years older, and he's going through the same thing that he's gone through for the, same, for the past seven years. Everything's on his back. Now, granted, it's funny how people want to say, oh, he needs people to help him. Well, isn't this a team sport? Why should one person have to do it all when, you can, when you're supposed to have four of the players on the court and a team to help with each of everyone playing their role to achieve the same goal, which is win. So why should one person have to bear the brunt of the team to win? Why is it always on their shoulders? But nevertheless, he spent all this time. He spent seven years with the Cleveland Cavaliers, the first year, two NBA final appearances. I think they both swept out by um, San Antonio. So what more did he have to do? People were "Well, I would have never switched teams." Well, you know what? This isn't the same NBA. These players and I'm happy for the uh, players, because the players are taking control of their careers, taking control of their livelihoods, and saying, "You know what? I'm going to do this my way." because they understand that the NBA is, first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, a business. It is a business for them. these are these guys' careers. This is what they do for a living. This is how they provide food on the table. This is how they pay the bills, ladies and gentlemen. Now to us, it's entertainment, it's fantastic. But to them, they're going to work. And they have to deal with these work conditions. So NBA players now, and no one ever thought so. now some people feel that you make the NBA is better when you have your Larry Bird at Boston, your Dominique with Atlanta, Michael with the bulls, Kobe, when you have that one person, that one star person on a team on for teams that can afford to have it, they look at oh you can uh, that it, it it's better that way because it creates more competition. does it really does it really if I go from 1980 to 1990, how many championships were won by the same two or three teams? I many championships? Because what Michael Jordan didn't win his first ring until the nineties. Remember, ladies and gentlemen. So the eighties was mostly dominated, mostly dominated by who? L.A. and Boston. Philly had Philly had uh, Dominique. Phoenix had what? Um, Dan Marlin, Kevin Johnson. Atlanta had Dominique Wilkins. You know, at one point I think uh, San Antonio had David Robinson, the Admiral. But did it really create? Did it really create more competition among the league? I personally don't think so. Like I said, if you got the same teams winning, I think towards the latter end of the eighties, you had um, the Pistons. So where was the competition? Now people are upset because players are going and playing for the same team, and I equate it to if you, anybody ever played a pickup game at the blacktop, you are on the sidelines, you got next. The losing team gets off the court. You're going to pick the best player from that team that you feel give you the best advantage to win. You don't pick five other random dudes that weren't on the court. You pick who you want on your team, whether it be a three-man, four-man, or five-man. And there's nothing wrong with that. LeBron did the same thing. But because he changed free agency, that he wasn't going to be loyal to a team because a team would never be loyal to him. There is A, a team is as loyal to a player as the ink that as the paper, the ink for the contract is is written on and that's not loyal. That's not very loyal at all. It's a business. People are upset because LeBron went to another team, but no one complains when these teams trade you, you can literally walk in to the facility for practice. Hey, how you doing? So, and so, yeah, you've been traded. Uh, They're going to need you tomorrow uh, in Atlanta. So uh, here's your stuff. Need to need going to pack up and go ahead and get your ticket. They're going to need you for tomorrow's game against whoever. That's how the business works. But he has changed free agency to where now players are more taking control. Players now have the option. They have a choice of where they want to play for. And if it's multiple teams, then it's multiple teams. Because I will say this, and I will continue to say this: If I'm an NBA player, my two I have two main goals. My first main goal, if I were playing, I can't speak for anyone else. My first goal is to secure my financial security and or independence for the future because I can't play forever. Okay, I might not be able to, I may not be as blessed to play for 15, 16, 20 years. I may get injured or I may just feel like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore and I might have something else lined up. I want to secure my financial financial future with my money, with my contracts. If I'm able to get those, get big contracts. The second reason should be a championship. That's just my personal opinion. It should be. The second reason should be a championship. But the first reason is for financial security for down the line, stack my my money up to where once I'm leave, once I leave, I have other things I want to do, or I can just, you know, retire comfortably, whatever the case may be, whether I'm single, whether I'm married, whatever the case may be. LeBron James has changed that landscape, so now people are mad. And not, not so much people are upset that LeBron is changing teams, but the and I said this about um, Naomi Oscar. I've said this about Sasha Banks um, in wrestling. Mercedes Fernando. Um I said when it comes, it is not the fact. It's not the fact that LeBron uh, switches teams is people are upset, is that he has the ability to do that? That he's not bound by a team to stay. No, we're not going to trade you because he didn't sign that long-term contract. Because he can either say, "Year five into his eight-year deal, I want to trade." The team doesn't have to accommodate him. They're saying you're stuck. You're going to play this. Play this, You're going to play out this contract. You're going to play out this contract, and then they could really stick it to him when he does want to be traded and trade him to a worthless team not like it hasn't happened before with other players in other sports. So that's why I think he's so much hated because he changed the landscape of free agency to where you had one team, one player, one super player on another team. Now you got, now you got basically the justice league on teams because think about it, look at this league, the way it is, it's not the same as it was with magic with Dominique, with Michael, with Charles Barkley. Nowadays, you don't, you, nowadays it's almost common to have either a dynamic duo or triple threat in order to be seen as competitive in this league. Think about it. Think about it. Boston had uh Pierce, Garnett, and Ray Allen. Dying as far as triple threats. Miami had Jordan, D Wade, Chris Bosch. I added Ray Allen on later on. Look at look at um, um the Golden State Warriors, Clay Thompson, Steph. Draymond, come on man look at the lakers you know you had a dynamic duo for years with kobe and shaq come on man now you got lebron now you got at uh, one point you had um anthony davis and support people like rajon rondo and all that stuff so the, the the landscaping has changed and it should change I've always felt that players should have more control of their careers than the, than the league. They always have. How do I know? Look at it. For years, a lot of people don't know uh, for years Kobe had a no trade clause in his contract. Meaning that he could they, he had made it to where they could not trade him no matter how bad he was playing. My thing was if you did couldn't trade him, you just didn't don't resign him. That was just my that was just my particular opinion, but he had a no trade clause. Now people are upset because players are having, I'll give you two years with a third-year option or three years with a fourth-year option. And a lot of fans and journalists don't like that. People still feel that whatever team that you're on, you should be with that team for the rest of your career. I disagree. And I've equated it to you going to, you working for, you're working for an employee. You work for a company. You don't like the conditions that you're in, whether it be uh, the location, whether it be the atmosphere, your boss. or this, So you decide to find another job. My I'm not I'm not LeBron James did the exact same thing. Players do it all the time. Even if you transfer to another division within that company, people in another area of that of that company or that store, people do it all the time. Why can't NBA players, why do NBA players get the flack? I'm sorry. Why does LeBron get the flack for doing it, but no one else? They trying to they trying to give KD some flack. I really don't care. It doesn't bother me. Or Kyrie. You know what it doesn't it doesn't matter because just because you have a stacked team doesn't mean you're going to win every year. the two thousand four l a Lakers are living proof of that but LeBron has changed free agency to where he is uh the front runner to um have players take more control of their careers of their livelihoods, and basically they have a, they have the pick of the litter. Because let's be honest, the NBA doesn't see these players as people. They see them as investments. They're either going to make the money or they're going to lose money. They can be an investment or they can be a liability. That's how the NBA sees the guys, see the players, not as human beings but as pawns. How can I play this piece to get more money? Can I use him as trade bait to get the player that I want? Can I uh, move up in the draft or move down in the draft? to try to get a player that I want. And then when I'm done with him, I'm going to either not resign him or I'm going to trade him because we're moving in a different direction. They say this stuff all the time, all the time. But when a player decides where he wants to go, who he wants to play for, or more importantly, who he wants to play with, then it's a problem let's apply this to our everyday lives. If you know you got some friends you want to work with, you want to play with, wouldn't you make the effort or wouldn't all of you try to make the effort to make that happen? Hey, we've done it. I've done it. People I've done it. Hey, you know, Hey, I'm on, I'm, I'm right here. Why don't you come on over, try to give, you know, entice them, tell them how the benefits as far as your pay, what you what you know, what you can do and all this things. You have more freedom. Hey, come on over to this side, man. You might enjoy this, that, we do it all the time. Why is it such an issue when NBA players do the exact same thing? Is it possible that LeBron, I'm sorry, let me let me backtrack. Is it possible that um, D-Wade back in 2010-09 or before then had talked to LeBron, hey, man, why don't you come down to Miami? We can run this thing. I got a ring. I can help you get a ring. You can help me get a second ring. LeBron says yes. Is it possible that conversation was had? Yes, it's possible. It's definitely possible. They, are, they they keep in touch with each other. And let me tell you this. Is it possible that LeBron and Steph Curry could be talking? Is it possible that Steph could be talking or trying to persuade LeBron to consider coming to the Warriors? Absolutely. Absolutely. Would I like to see it? Yeah, I, might, I might want to see it. So if these conversations are being had, possibly, allegedly, what's wrong with them? What's wrong? They're all friends for the most part. They all get along. Why wouldn't they want to play for each other? Why wouldn't they want to play with each other? Come on. Why are we pl- Why are we setting uh, rules that we won't even uh, uh, live by? Why are we putting standards on players that we can't even meet ourselves? No, you got drafted to, to the Pelicans. You should be on that team to the day you finish your career. Okay. I could do that for your viewing pleasure, but for me, I'm not getting paid the money I feel I may be worth. This team is no longer in a competitive uh nature. You've gone to maybe you gone through maybe two, maybe three coaches in the time I've been here. New offensive schemes. You've traded other players, drafted new players. I don't like the conditions. Why should I stay when it's not working out for me? Regardless if I have a family or not, why should I stay? That's the question. So that's why I think LeBron James has changed it's so hated because he's changed free agency. Not because he's six and four. I mean, four and six in the NBA championship. No, no one really cares about that. That's irrelevant. No one's going to really think about that when he gets inducted to the Hall of Fame because he's going to the Hall of Fame, like it or not. Haters, he's going to the Hall of Fame. He's number two all-time scoring. Number three, if I'm um, correct, overall NBA top, uh, great top 50 of all time. I think he's second overall to Carl Malone. But he's definitely before uh, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Go to NBA.com. Look up the top 50 greatest NBA players. You'll see it for yourself. Numbers don't lie, okay? Anyway, he's made his decisions. These players are making their decisions for their careers, for their families, which is what they should be doing. So it's not because of his finals record. It's not because necessarily he switched teams. Um, That could be a factor. But the number one reason, in my opinion, LeBron James is so hated because he changed ultimately changed because he changed landscape the landscape of free agency he ultimately changed the landscape of basketball not the players the players are, you know the players are great phenomenal they're playing on the highest level but instead of think about it i'll put it to like this and i'm gonna get out of here you can be a superman nothing wrong with being a superman you can fly around heat vision super cold breath super speed and all that but every every once in a while superman will come across a villain that he's going to have a tough time uh, dealing with on his own or that's going to be pretty much get the better of him. Now, you can be a Superman or you can be a Batman with a Robin. Now, Superman's nothing wrong. He's got the strength to handle a lot of enemies that Batman can't. But are you telling me that if you had the opportunity for some extra help on your team to get you over that hump, Are you telling me that if your team, at at the level that LeBron James is playing right now, if you needed someone like a LeBron to help you get over the hump, are you telling me as an NBA owner, as a player, you wouldn't want that player? If you you knew a player like LeBron, if one LeBron who who went through the same thing LeBron did, his record, whole thing, are you telling me that you would not want LeBron on your team because he left his original team? Man, get out of here with that. Miss me with that. Miss me with that. All right, y'all, that's going to do it for today. LeBron James, the most hated player in the NBA. I hope this was an episode that you liked. Please let me know what you think. Hit me up, BigNorm507 at gmail.com. BigNorm507 at gmail.com. Now, you may disagree on the whole LeBron talk, and that's cool, but uh, just give me my opinion, just, you know, just chewing the fat. Um, thank you once again for everyone to take time out to listen. This has been the Everyday Norm Podcast. I am your boy, your host, Big Norm. I love you all with the love of Jesus. And I will leave you with these words. Let's look upward, not downward. Let's go forward, not backwards. Always lend a helping hand. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, and I will see you when I see you.